Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Trevor Matson Movie Show. My name is Trevor Matson, and today we have our first review on this podcast feed. We are talking about Joe Wright's new film, The Woman in the Window. So, The Woman in the Window is an incredible technical accomplishment, and it features a bunch of great performances, but it just it really unfortunately lacks a, uh, a consistent screenplay, which does lead to the downfall of the film. The film was directed by uh, the aforementioned Joe Wright, written by Tracy Letts, who I just realized was the dad in Lady Bird, uh, and uh, it stars Amy Adams as Dr. Anna Fox. The film features supporting performances from Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman, Wyatt Russell, Anthony Mackie, Brian Tyree Henry, Tracy Letts himself, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Fred Hessinger. Uh, so pretty stacked cast. Um, and for the most part, this cast does deliver. You've probably seen a lot of negative reviews about this film, and it isn't because of the cast. The cast is actually pretty good in this film, uh, which is... <laughs> To be honest, expected given all of the the great performance, uh, great performers a part of this. But the woman in the window follows Doctor Anna Fox, who is an agoraphobe with a troubled past, who begins to spy on her neighbors across the street. When she witnesses a disturbing act from inside her neighbor's house, her world begins to spiral. She tries to make sense of what she has seen. Uh, she begins hallucinating and discovers more about herself along the way. Um. So I don't think The Woman in the Window is a bad movie. I don't I don't necessarily think it's a good movie. You won't see me defending it. But I don't think it's really as, as bad, despite it's, I think, 30% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, while I'm recording this. Um, I think it's a much better movie than that score gives it credit for. Uh, it's, it's not great, but it's an entertaining watch. And there's, like I said, some really great technical achievements and visuals. Uh, the film also tackles mental health in a very interesting way. It looks very deeply into grief and the lacking, uh, lasting effects it can have on a person, but it never fully commits to exploring those ideas. Think about it, the woman in the window never commits to one idea or theme to really leave the viewer with. It's just very scattered and all over the place, uh, much like the screenplay and the direction. On the technical level, the woman in the window is really phenomenal the production design the score the editing the cinematography and so much more there's a lot to love about the visuals and sound of this film the production design uh, of the house as a whole manages to feel both haunting and homelike which is really what most of this this film goes for just aesthetically and i think that really works uh from a visual standpoint um it's a really functional set and it's really incredibly lit uh that leads to some incredible shots from cinematographer Bruno Delbonnel. The editing of the film conveys the same kind of feeling uh, that I mentioned from the production design as well as the score. Uh, it's, it, it, has, it has those kinds of motifs and themes visually, just not in the story. Uh, it, it, these, these themes, though, they really do reflect in uh, Gordon's current mindset, uh, and they're always pretty engaging. Um, and the score's just pretty I'd, uh, I'd i'd listen to it again it's a it's a very nice score that definitely fits with the film um as far as performances go amy adams wyatt russell and gary oldman really stand out to me amy adams really does help this movie even through its messiness ironically her unstable unreliable narrator character kind of holds the film together 
Uh, I wasn't completely sold on the character at the start of the film, but she really did her best to put me into Dr. Anna Gordon's mind for a lot of the film, uh, even though the material given to her wasn't wasn't uh, helping that case. Uh, she really put in a great performance that uh, it, it did definitely show this. This film would have been so much worse if if uh, Amy Adams wasn't as good as she was in the lead. White Russell is also really, really good in this. Uh, his character, David, is probably the character in this film that knows Anna the best. Uh, and to see kind of the pain of his character watching Anna begin to fall and even be upset when she starts taking things uh, too far and violating his privacy um, was it was a little hard to watch. It was, it was a little uncomfortable, but in the best way. White Russell really created this empathetic character from the start of the film that made the latter half of the film work as best as it could uh, as far as the uh, um, emotionality of it, I guess would be the word, and the sympatheticness of the character. Um, which, like, the, the back half of this film works until the last 20 minutes, which just feels tacked on, but I'll get into that later. Um, Gary Oldman isn't in the film a bunch, but when he is, he's a firecracker. Every scene he's in is electric and captivating. He's really, really good. I don't have too much to say other than just he's really, really good in this movie. Um, but <laughs> I, I've been pretty positive, but, uh, this film's plot is really terrible. I uh, I haven't read the book it's based on, but from what I've heard, it sounds like a pretty th- uh, faithful adaptation. Um, and maybe it worked better in the book, but this film is so messy. Uh, the story is all over the place, and I understand that Anna is supposed to be an unreliable narrator, but an unreliable narrator only works when the story attempts to invest us in the characters, and we are seeing the film through their eyes and we're confused along with them and we care and sympathize with them as characters which uh florian zeller's the father did this brilliantly with with the woman in the window it just it didn't really i i was never really in the eyes of amy adams uh dr anna gordon like i said she she tried to do that as best she could but just the material was not there for her um and if the film was able to accomplish that, maybe it maybe it works a lot better because it can be scary having you know hallucinations and not knowing what's going on. But it was almost like we were watching it from an outside's perspective, like even from like the the detectives that were helping her out or like her therapist. And it never really felt like we were fully going inside of Doctor Anna Gordon's head. It it like an unreliable narrator doesn't work if it doesn't make us care about the character's journey. Um, and I, I really commend Amy Adams for trying, but in the end, she just couldn't save this film. Uh, on a side note, because it's been said plenty of times before in pretty much every other uh, review, but the twists do not work, especially the last one. It felt like a twist just to have a twist. Um, it made no sense for the tone and pace of the film, which was already all over the place to begin with. And just and ending with that after being pr- a pretty slow burning film. Uh, it was pretty slow throughout the first hour, 20, hour 30. And then it turned into a weird, like, genre flip at the end. And it didn't really have any bearing on the story. It wasn't set up at all. Um, it was just, here's a twist because twist. Um, and and it's you didn't see it coming because we didn't set it up at all, which isn't how twists work. Um, but it it 
like it felt so tacked on, which is not how the climax of your film should feel. The climax of your film should be the most memorable part, not something that felt tacked on and almost unneeded, uh, which is just a really, really bad pacing problem with the film. But I don't want to come off completely negative on The Woman in the Window. It definitely has its problems. But I still really enjoyed watching the film. It, 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 kept, me, uh, it kept me invested in the story, no matter how goofy and weird and crazy it was. It never bored me, uh, which is an accomplishment. They, they didn't make a boring film, no matter how, <laughs> how weird and goofy the plot was. Um, it's, it's a pretty major part of the film, the plot, but aside from the plot and the screenplay, I don't really have a lot of problems with this movie. I understand that it's a major part of the film, but if I, if I just look at the film, uh, piece by piece, everything else in this film works. The performances, everything on the technical level, all, all of the art direction, uh, score, cinematography, editing, everything like that does really work. Uh, and like I said, Amy Adams is great. So a even though the plot just doesn't work at all, everything about this film I do lean positive on. So it ends up at right about a 6.5 out of 10 for me. Uh, so I would encourage you guys, though, to go check out the film for yourself. It's on Netflix right now. Inform your own opinions. My opinion isn't the correct opinion on the film. It's just my opinion. So uh, I really do appreciate you listening to this review. Uh, I hope I haven't um, made anybody upset with, uh, with this review. But um, if you'd like to hear more of me talking about movies, I, uh, I am here daily. I'm, I'm here every day because I, I, I don't know why I made that commitment, but I really enjoy it. So I'm, I'm here every single day talking about movie news uh, as well as reviews. I'll have a review for those who wish me dead coming very, very shortly. You can check me out on Letterboxd uh, at Trevor Matson. You can also check us out on Instagram and Twitter at the Trevor Matson Movie Show. So thank you guys again so much for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow morning for more movie news. Until then, stay safe, everybody, and goodbye.